Okay, so on the second parak, the last Mishnah is Mishnah Hay, and uh, one of the halachas of Paraduma is that if you have uh, black hairs, it has to be Paraduma Tanima. So if you have black hairs, it passes it. How many black hairs? Two. Two is significant. The question is how close they have to be together. So uh, the two extreme sheepers are, um, they have to be, it's called either in the same coast or uh, the same uh, guma, the same crevice or follicle almost or whatever, although it doesn't really grow out of the same follicle, but it's close enough together that, you know, it's right there. Um, and that's the way that we pask. And the other is if you have one on its head and one on its uh, tail or on its back, so then it's going to passel as well. Uh, there are other shittas somewhere in between that say that if the hairs are a bit closer together so it doesn't passel, you have to pull them out, though. And uh, we paskin that they have to be together in one guma, and uh, that's one issue. The second issue over here is uh, how do you determine whether it's, uh, it's red or black? Yeah? I'm very popular today with people to have hair that's like one color at the roots and then another color somewhere in the middle and a third color when it goes gets further down, you know. So, uh, but what's what's with the para what's with the paraduma? It grows that way, yeah. So uh, one shita is is it goes by what's nearer, by what's uh, visible. The other is is that uh, we go by what's at the ikr, what's at the roots. And uh, <clears throat> the halacha is is that we go by what's at the root. Okay, so that is, hey, are you by if you have two black or white hairs, it could be. It doesn't have to be uh, black, just as long as it's not red. If it's in one, um, in one falco, so... Rabbi Huda, I'm a Rafiul with Kaisachas. means uh, same thing as a follicle. That's just how his Rebbe said. Hayu b'Teich Shtei Kaisais ve'Machichay Zuasu Psula. If uh, or if there were two uh, two follicles and they were close together, it's also possible according to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Akiva, I'm a Rafiul Arba, Rafiul Chamesh ve'Machuzares Yitlish. If there are four or five. And they're they're uh, scattered out, so it passes unless you pull it out. Rebbe Lezer, Aimer, Afil Chamishim. Even if there's fifty, same thing. You need to pull them out. Rebbe Yishuv and Besera, Aimer, Afil Achas Bereshav, Achas Beznava. Even if one is on uh, its head and the other is on. Yeah, psula, right? It's puzzle. Okay, how you buy Cyrus? If it has the two, uh, what's it called? The two hairs, ikarin mashchir, and the ikar, the root is black, veroshin madim, and on top it's red, ikarin madim veroshin mashchir, or the opposite, the root is red, and then the top is black. Hakoholechachar hanira, diverabi meir. So Rabbi uh, Meir says it goes by what's visible on the back of the para. And we follow the Chachamim that it goes uh, by the root. Okay, moving on to Perek Gimel. Yeah. Perek Gimel, we start um, talking about the process of the para aduma. Um, the, we're very machmer on the 
Kayanim that do it and the Tyra. So the Kayan who, uh, what's it called, who's going to make the Paraduma, Nisgan Kayan Gadol, so he gets put away for uh, seven days, like the Kayan Gadol before Yom Kippur. He goes into a room called uh, the Lishkasa Evan because all of the stones there are, uh, all the kalim there are made out of stone because it's not Makabal Tuma. It's called Lishkasa Evan because that's what the kalim are called. And he goes there for seven days. Um, during those seven days, so according to one sheet of the Tawi Paskin, he gets sprinkled with the Mechatas, with the Efer, with the Mechpara Duma from different times from before, going back to Meishu Rabbeinu, for seven days straight. According to another Shita, it's uh, just on the third and the seventh day. According to a uh, third Shita, so he gets it seven, uh, seven days straight, but the Kayin from Yom Kippur, he only gets it on the third and the seventh day. Okay, in any case, that's the what's it called? That's the story with the Kayin Gadol. And the next Mishnah, Mishnah Bayes, it tells you that the people who drew the water for the Mechat is a wild story. There was a place uh, in Yerushalayim where they had a platform. It was a natural platform on top of rocks. And underneath the rocks, so there was airspace. It was like, you know, whatever, arches. And uh, so there was no chashash. There were any kvarim underneath. Uh, when women were pregnant, so they used to go and they used to give birth up there. And they used to have their kids, and those kids would be raised on that platform, and they would never leave. You know, it's like, whatever, it makes me think about what Ben Yehuda did to his kids, you know, Eliezer Ben Yehuda, who popularized modern Hebrew, so he made his kids into Mitzrayim, like they had no friends, he forced them to speak Hebrew, because he wanted to popularize the Hebrew language. So he just stuck them alone. They had no friends. They couldn't talk to anybody or whatever. But, you know, but he, he, he popularized the Hebrew language. So Lahavdil, what they did with these kids, because this is going to be their job, they have to grow, grow up on this platform so that they can never get tummy. Okay, it comes to the time to draw the water. They got these really fat cows, which like, and the kids were, they were still relatively small. They're called tinaikais, so they, their legs wouldn't go over the belly of the cow, so they're not overhanging the ground. And uh, they also, according to one shita, they put these big tables on top of the backs of the cows. The kids are sitting on the table, so they're not hovering over the ground. They go, they get to the shiloach which is where they draw the water. So then, according to one shita, they actually went down, because it's muchzak that nobody's going to bury a dead person by a, you know, by a spring or by a nohar. According to the other shita, that wasn't good enough. They stayed on top of these doors, and with a pulley system, they pulled the water, they pulled the water out of there. Okay, so that's what we have. Um, Mishnah Aleph, Mishnah Beis. Shivas Yomim Kaidem Lisrefas Apara. So seven days before, they... Uh, Burnt the parma frishin kain a serifas apara mibesai, so they would take the kain who um, would burn the para away from his house, the lishkash al abira to a uh, room on the in the azara in the base of mikdash. Tzfainu mizracha. It was the northeast corner of the azara. U base evan heisen nikri. So it was called base evan. U mazen alav kol zayin yamim mikol chatoish rahayusham, and they sprinkle for seven days on him from all the Mechatas which was there from the time of uh, Moshe Rabbeinu. 
Rabbi Yisai Omer Loi Hayu Mazen Olav Ela B'Shlishi V'Shvi B'Olvad Just on the third and seventh day. Rochanina Skan Akoyanim Rochanina Skan Akoyanim Omer Al Akoyan Aserifus Apara Mazen Kol Shavus Yomim. This Koyan gets sprinkled all seven days. We all show you on Mikipurim, but on Yom Kippur Loi Hayu Mazen Olav Ela B'Shlishi V'Shvi B'Olvad. Mishnah Beis Chatseris Yerushalayim Benuyes Lagabe Sela. So there were these chatzeres that were built on top of uh, rock, v'tachteim uh, cholul, and on top and on, on the bottom of the rock. So it was uh, it was empty, right? It was built on arches. Mivnei keverat tohim because they didn't want there to be tuma underneath. Umeviim nashim ubrois v'yoldesham. They would bring pregnant women there. They would give birth to the kids. Umegad leisham is b'neihem, and they would raise their children there. Umeviim shvarim. And they would bring shvarim v'algabeim delosays, and on their backs, so there were these uh, doors. V'tinoikos yoshim algabeim, and the kids would sit on the back of the shvarim on top of the doors. V'koisus shall even biyadam, and they had kalim made out of stone, which is not makabel tuma. Higiu l'shiloyach, they got to the shiloyach yardu milum. They would go down, they would fill up the stone kalim. Alu v'yoshim algabeim, and they went back and they sat on the backs of the cows. Um, of the Shvarim. Rabbi Yaisi Yaimer, Rabbi Yaisi says, that they would actually draw the water from the back of the Shvarim, and that's the way that it was done. Okay, we continue the story on Sunday. Everyone should have a good Shabbos.